Hello and praise the Lord, Facebook family and friends. Today, I will be coming to you with a new podcast. Thank God that you can come and join and listen. God is good and his mercy endure forever. Hallelujah. Miss Jane and I would like to be coming to you with a subject talking about today where is the hope where is your hope that is a question we know about the story of David in the Bible how he went through many things in life. He was oppressed. He was depressed because of his enemies. And he thought that all hope was gone because it looked so shallow and like everything was just not going to come around but God. So he had to learn in the scripture of Psalms about hoping in God. Yes, in Psalms 42 and 11 feeds hope in God. He said, why art thou cast down? Oh, my soul, why art thou disquieted in me? He said, hope in God. For I shall yet praise him for the health of my countenance and my God. So David realized, I got to praise the Lord. I got to continually hope in him and praise him. Because I know God is going to come through. And he's going to make a difference in me when I do that. He had to know that his hope was in God. And that God is his God. And that God is hope. Because there's no other hope in this world but God. I would like to go to uh, Colossians 1 and 27. I will be coming from. I also will be coming from 1 John 3, 2, 3. And Romans 5 and 5. And Romans 12 and 12. Praise God. Don't let your hope stop in God. Hope continually and praise God alone. While you're hoping, have a praise to God on your lips. Hallelujah. It will make your day brighter because when David praised God, the health of his conscience began to come alive again. First, he was so 
down and depressed. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you. He had to hope in God because he knew where his help come from. So he hoped in God and the situation began to change. Your situation will begin to change when you put your hope in God. Don't question God. Put your hope in him because he will come through for you if you do that. Keep a praise going. Keep a praise in your heart going before God. Don't stop. Hallelujah. And Colossians 1 and 27, we, we know that God is the hope of glory. We have to hope. Our hope has to be steadfast because there is hope and salvation. Hallelujah. So we have to be steadfast with this hope. We have to hope in God because he is hope and be steadfast in what we believe in. Because as long as you have salvation in Christ, there is hope. Christ Jesus is our hope. Hallelujah. You know, hope helps us to take a step each day. It helps us to take a step each day. We purify ourselves. First John. Three, two, through, through three. We purify ourselves. So hope is saying, take a step. Take a step each day. I'm going to take another one. And I'm going to take another one. Because after a while, You'd be on the go. You'd be on the run. Because hope says, I'm not giving up. Hope says, I'm going to endure this. I'm not giving up. So we, we have to have hope. Hope causes us not to give up and to get discouraged. Because we have something to keep us going for. Hope makes the heart deferred in Proverbs 13 and 12. It says, hope makes the heart deferred. Deferred means to postpone, put off for a later time. It says the heart is deferred and it makes it one sick. When hope is deferred, it makes it one sick. So when you're waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And you've been postponed. Sometimes you get discouraged and unhappy. Because you've been waiting for something too long. And it just seems like you don't have the patience. To go through. But God's saying hold on. Because there will be a brighter tomorrow if you hold on to me. He's not talking about man making it a brighter tomorrow. Because we see that. Man has not made it a brighter tomorrow yet. But God, God, He's the one that let David know. I'm the one that puts that health back into you. That continence that was so sad. If you hope in me, I'll make you glad. So God will turn it around and cause things to be better than what they were before. When we put our hope in Him. We put our love in him. 
we put our trust in him, we put our faith in him, then he's going to make it better. So sometimes we can get discouraged and unhappy uh, and waiting. And we want to throw in the towel. But you know what? Don't throw in the towel yet because you will be blessed. When you wait for something, it means to hope for something. And Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8. So when we hope for something, we will be blessed. God will. God wants to bless us. He said, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. For he shall be like a plant by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes. But its leaf will not, excuse me, its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought. Neither will cease from yielding fruit. So no matter how the dry weather comes. So we know heat brings dry weather. So no matter how the dry weather or the dry season in your life. The dry situation in your life. That drought in your life. You still going to be able to bring forth fruit. Why? Why will you be able to bring forth fruit? Well, it's because you have put your trust in the Lord. And you have put your hope in the Lord. That's why you're going to be planted by the waters. And your roots are going to go down by the river. And you won't have to worry. Your leaf is going to be green. Because you are planted in Jesus. You are planted there. You are hoping in Jesus. You are hoping and trusting in God to turn what you could not turn. And God surely will turn it. He will make you fruitful even in seasons where it seems like you are drying up. We wait in hope. And when we wait in hope, that means to be persevering. And somebody asked me, what is perseverance? Well, persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. Let me read that again. Perseverance is persistence. That means keep on, keep on, keep on, keeping on. And doing something, what you're doing, something to God. Despite of what comes against you, difficulties, or what tries to set you back from getting to your success with the Lord. Persistent means, let me tell you what persistent means now. Persistent means to be patient. Endurance, which means to keep going. Endurance means to deal with stuff. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And diligence means continual, continual, not giving up. And commitment is being dedicated to a cause, activity, Devotion, allegiance, and attentiveness. 
Hallelujah. Pay attention. Remember what the teacher said in school? Pay attention, class. Pay attention. Why? Because once your attention is looking at the teacher, then it's more easier for you to uh, come through because you're paying attention. And when she asks you a question, you're not lost. So the same, same way with God. We pay attention. And then when the times come, that try to knock us down because we paid attention. We know how to deal with things. Same way. You got to know how to deal with things. Hallelujah. Yes. So it means devotion. And devotion means just like you have a husband or a wife. Ain't going to say no boyfriend because we don't believe in boyfriend over here and no girlfriend stuff. Either you, the man wants to be with the woman too for marital purposes and nothing else or y'all better stay away from each other hello somebody or if you ain't planning on being engaged to get married you better keep your distance telephone hello how you doing praise the lord bless the lord i'm doing great how are you oh i was just thinking on this scripture you was oh yeah i was too well you with you you go first something like that you know what i'm saying As god said if you direct your conversation right then the lord is going to do good things for you he's going to bless you when that conversation is wrong, oh, look out. Ain't no blessings coming that way. So keep that conversation in a godly manner and you're going to be okay. Hallelujah. That's for all the young ones, all the people out there. Because I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm heading in my 50s already. So this is for the younger, the younger youngs who are thinking about contemplating on a relationship. That's what you got to do. You got to keep that conversation pure. Because God loves when you do that. Amen. And he respects that when you do that because I know there's many temptations out there for young people. Uh, uh, many young mans that maybe look good, maybe a lot of young women that look good, and y'all like, mm -mm -mm. I wish I had her. Oh, I wish I had him. But marriage, marriage is honorable, said the Lord. Amen. So it says, We must have allegiance. You know, I remember that uh, thing in school where they say, Allegiance, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. So when you pledge allegiance, that means that you're faithful to that. That's what devoted means. I'm faithful to what I believe in the USA. Yes. I'm a citizen of the USA. And that's what I'm going to be. Whatever. Or I'm a citizen of the Army of the United States and that's what I'm going to be. So same thing. I allegiance to God. I'm a citizen of Jesus Christ and that's what I'm going to be. Amen. I'm a citizen in the army of the Lord, and that's what I'm going to be. So that's what allegiance means, to not turn away from what you believe in. To solemnly declare, this is what I stand on, and this is what I stand for, and this is who I am. And I, I'm not trying to be nobody else. I ain't going to be nobody else. But what God saved for me to be. That's allegiance. And then it say, hope does not disappoint because of God's love. The love of God is poured out. His love is poured out into our hearts. Romans 5 and 5. It does not disappoint us. You will not be disappointed if you stay on this side. That means I'm going to hope. and I'm, I know God's love. He's going to pour it in my heart. He's going to make things right inside of me. So I'm going to hope in him. I'm going to stay in his love. Because it's, I won't be disappointed if I do. 
if I step out, then the likely disappointment is going to come. And that's when all hope is going to uh, uh, start to leave. But if I stay in, I will not be disappointed. When you're hoping, you're not going to be disappointed. Because something's going to have to do a, a 360 in you. Because you're hoping. You're standing. You're not going to be moved. Like I was reading earlier about the root. The root by the river. And it will not fear. It won't even care when it when the heat comes and tries to dry it up because it's rooted in the waters. Hallelujah. And what is the waters? The waters represent the Holy Ghost and it also represents the Word of God. Hallelujah. He said, Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. That means that the Spirit of God and His Holy Word. Is buried in there. And who is the word of God? God said that in the beginning was the word. And the word was God. So God is the word. He said Jesus said I am the living bread. Who is the living bread? He is. He said if you abide in me. And I in you. Then you shall ask what you will. And it will be done unto you. But you must abide. You must stay with the vine. And God said he's the true vine. So if there's a true vine, there's a false vine. Hallelujah. So it says, so though the Holy Ghost, we have to rejoice in the hope of God until the end. We have to be firm. That means not giving up. Solid. Hard. And we have to keep the confidence in Hebrews 3 and 6. We've got to keep confidence. Y'all know what confidence is, right? Confidence is when you believe in something and you don't take down. You're solid with it. You're not moved. You know that this is solid. It's true. And you ain't going nowhere from it. I'm standing right here. I know it's true. I tried it for myself and I know that it's true. That's right. That's having confidence. Like I say, I got confidence in myself. So that means I'm strong. I know my capabilities. I know what I'm able to do. You know, that's having confidence in yourself. When people say, oh, yes, I got confidence. I'm a very confident woman or man. That means I know in my abilities in which I stand what I am capable of accomplishing. So we have confidence in God. We know what he's capable of and what he's able to do. So he's saying, do not get rid of your confidence. You got to keep it. Keep the confidence. Hallelujah. Hebrews 3 and 6. It says rejoicing. Anybody know what rejoicing means? Rejoicing. That means be joyful. And to rejoice is to continually. Re, the word re, R-E comes from again and again. Like it say. Oh, Samson will regain his strength. It will come back. And again, it will come back. And again, it will come back. So I'm going to, the I-N-G is continual. Rejoicing, continual. Rejoicing, continual. Rejoicing, continual. And hope. There we go. Rejoicing and who? Hope. We got to rejoice that God is our hope. Are you happy that he's your hope? When there's no hope for tomorrow, you know that, hey, I can lean on him. He's my hope. He is my hope. 
to make it to my tomorrow. He is my hope when I think that I'm not going to have no food on my table. He is my hope when I think that this job is going to go haywire and screwball. He is my hope to take me from this earth to glory. So we have to hope in him and let our trust go into him that he would do exactly what he said he would do. No doubt about it. No question marks. That's the way it's got to be. It says, enduring, knowing that God is our hope, enduring tribulation, enduring tribulation, going through, and staying in prayer to God. Romans 12, 1, I mean, excuse me, Romans 12 and 12. So we know, and are going through, we got to keep rejoicing and praying to God. This is what it's telling us. Keep rejoicing and praying to God. Don't, don't give up. Don't give in. Keep rejoicing and praying to God. Hallelujah. I'm going around. I'm clapping my hands. I know sometimes we don't feel like clapping our hands. We don't feel like doing no dance. We don't feel like uh, lifting our hands. We don't feel like about doing stuff. But we got to tell ourselves, I'm going to hope in God. For yet, I'm going to be able to praise him. I'm going to be, I'm going to praise him. Because I know who I'm hoping in. He is worthy of the praise. I'm going to praise him. He said, you are going to stay in hope and in the power of the Holy Ghost. God is all about hope. He is all about hope. God is all about hope. So as we're saying, God, that's what he's about. He's about hope. He's all about that. He is about you hoping in him. Having confidence in him. He's all about that. He said, Romans 15 and 13. It says, hope in God. So it said, you, so you have the purpose of reason to praise him. Knowing that he is the health of your countenance. He is going to make things better. But I got to praise him. He is going to fix it. But I got to praise him. David was referring to. That's what David was referring to. He got to praise him. Because I know that he's going to do all these wonderful things for me. I'm going to praise him. He shall bring back that unhealthy look to a healthy appearance. So that's what David was talking about. The health of my countenance. He's going to, it wasn't healthy. It was unhealthy. But now God's going to bring it back to a healthy. Have you ever seen someone with a pale looking face? Because they wasn't healthy. They probably was deficient of something. But as soon as they start taking something, the supplements that start helping them, then you start seeing that color come back in their skin again. Like, especially if it was iron, because they say iron, lack of iron, I've been there, make your face uh, not healthy looking. It looked like a shrinkage and not too much um, elasticity to it the way it's supposed to look. But as soon as I start taking them iron pills again, then the, the, the clearness of my face begin to come back. Uh, this is not for you to go and do what I did. On a health reason, but no, likely if you read upon it or you study it, um, that is the reason why uh, people leave uh, a lot of unhealthy look on their face or skin or palish look is because of the lack of iron supplement. Or it could be iron in the food, what they need, or, or something in, in that arena. So, uh, so he said, hope is seeing things. So we need to know that. And you need to realize you're God. You need to realize that he's God. Stop, think, realize. I realize that he is God. Look around. I realize that he is God. Not mama, dad, sister, brother, uncle, cousin, grandma, friend. He is God. I realize that. I realize who gave me the food that I'm eating right now. Who provided that seed to go down into the earth. And all this beautiful fruit and stuff start coming up and I just took it and bit it and it was so good mm -hmm. don't you love it yes I do 
So sad. But hope is seeing things that are not there yet, but is hoping to see it. So you're hoping to see it. You ain't seen it yet, but you are holding on to hope. Hallelujah. God bless. I'm so happy that we had this session together and we could sit down and have a fiesta today. God bless. And I hope it was something beautiful that came out the scriptures that endowed you with power to hope in God. No matter what the situation looked like because David knew what it was all about. He knew about the depression. He knew about the, 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 the suicidal thoughts and all that stuff. He, he, he was at the lowest of the lowest. And it's funny because he was really a man after God's own heart. But we all can get down in situations sometimes that seems hopeless. We're looking at everything around us and it's just like, this ain't going to change. Lord have mercy. When is this going to change? I'm tired. And that's how we say, I'm tired. And Lord is saying, hold on. Hold on. I got your back. Hold on. Don't you realize? Don't you know who I am? Say, be still and know under your seat. Know even us. Thank you, Jesus. Know that I am. God bless. And I hope to see you in the next episode or whatever the Lord willing. In Jesus' name. Bye.